0: Yo, Dad, did you see those new white on black snapbacks from On Point
1: Cast?
2: Yeah, they are pretty cool. I really like the white lettering on the black new era 5950 snapback caps.
1: So how do we get one of those fat caps?
2: Easy. Just head on over to www.onpointcast.com shop and you can see for yourself.
1: So,
0: Dad, you're going to buy me one of those caps, right?
2: Sure. I'm heading on over to onpointcast.com shop right now to pick one up for you and one for your mother.
1: Thanks, Dad. You're the coolest.
2: And you're listening to On Point Cast Episode 3 of the podcast Has Andy and I interviewing Dan, Alan, Ned and Mike Members of the band Thousand Sons Which was a New Jersey based rock band The band recorded a couple of EPs, demo tapes And some live shows during their time together in the early 2000s We hope you enjoy the interview And hearing some of the band's studio and live music On Point Cast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud, among other podcasting platforms. And you can follow us on all the major social media platforms by searching On Point Cast or by visiting www.onpointcast.com.
0: tri-state. We're a thousand sons.
2: Alright, so we're here with the guys from Thousand Sons and uh, we have Andy here with the first question for the guys.
0: When did Thousand Suns start, and what's the history behind the band? Alright, uh, basically, me and Ned started becoming friends. I don't know, Alan, you introduced me to Ned, I think, back in the late 90s. And yeah. we t- thought about, um, you know, Ned, you know, I, I always spoke with Ned about starting something up. and. Uh,
3: I think couple couple of years, like, and kitchen, and it was like in the kitchen, in Alan's kitchen, right? I
0: well, remember a
1: couple in Alan's kitchen.
0: You were like, "Yeah, what what are you sing." I was
1: like, "Yeah." Like, well, well, I thing? thing? And I was like, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> a couple, a couple years went by. Reconnected with Ned again, in around 1999. And as oh. luck would have, and as luck would have it, excuse me, one second, as luck would, as luck would have it, I um, met Mike Colasaris, our bass player. In an AOL chat room, I believe. I think I said I was looking for a bass player and he raised his hand online. Yes. That was all. So, we- that's right, yeah. yes. And then I don't know if you'll recall, we set up a meeting at the uh, West Carteret Red
2: Dunkin' Donuts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I remember, man. Yeah, I remember. Okay, and then we, uh, the rest was history after that. Oh,
2: oh so, so man. That, that's right. So that's how it all started and out. It, now,
0: I remember. I remember. <laughs> pulling up to meet you guys and you
2: guys looked over like who the hell is this guy (laughs) 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 we're gonna get into one of the band's tracks right now name of this track is called every step and you're listening to on point cast
4: Blue me. D- dan was always dan was always my influence you know like following him he played guitar i was going to play drums and so i just kind of always kind of looked up to him musically and uh and we just always jammed he taught me a lot and we always formed, found a way to form a band
2: okay
0: yeah you know we always connected well i, I noticed
4: one thing i noticed i
0: remember the day alan had picked up uh, a pair of drumsticks he got his first uh, Tama drum kit. It was a starter kit. Yeah. And uh... <laughs>
4: but I always, I always stayed more metal. And uh, Slayer too. Dave Lombardo was uh, one of my hero drummers. So I always, always stayed with that. So just those good old 80s, 80s metal roots.
2: Cool. And uh, Ned? Well, yo, man, like I said before, Whitney Houston, Eddie Vedder, Chris Cornell yeah always no, so, uh,
4: getting down with a little bit of Whitney
2: <laughs> so all, yeah, the, all the vocals oh I, I can't
4: forget face to face face to face oh face to face man yeah,
2: yeah. face yeah you know I don't know if you know Alan but they were um, they are doing they are doing some tours again or something they actually were are playing like an acoustic set in, yeah, so in they New Jersey Yes, just
4: came out with a new album not too long ago it was good Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that, but I, 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 got an album like a couple albums ago. I, I, bought one from them, but I'd love to see them. Hopefully, they come down
2: to Florida. There's this place yeah. in, um, there's this place in Garwood, New Jersey, called Crossroads.
5: Yep. Oh yeah. Sure.
2: And um, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm actually in December. I think Dan's going too. We're going to see Shelter, at Crossroads. Oh, wow. oh my god. In, uh, in, in Garwood.
6: You know who plays there a lot? Or twice a year? Everlast. Believe it or not. Really? Twice
2: really? A year. Yeah. Is it unannounced? Is it unannounced? No, it's
6: usually it's usually on his uh, uh on his site or whatever. I see it on his tours. Yeah. He just played there in September actually. Uh, September eleventh, I think it was. To be honest with
2: you. Uh, what was it last year? I saw um, Murphy's Law there.
4: <laughs> oh, uh. Which was a good show. Yeah, I forgot about them.
2: And uh, uh, Lou from Sick of It All was there hanging out.
4: Sick of it all. I still have those. I still I still have
3: those. I still have those Grandmaster reels. That was uh, oh JT put that together. I still have those Grandmaster reels, you know. Yes. So
2: what are What are you gonna do with them? <laughs> Nothing.
6: Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> grandmaster wheels, and then we have <laughs> the song CD Reels. All right,
2: so why don't you guys talk about why don't you guys talk about the uh, b- Big Blue Meanie recording? Is that where you guys recorded?
6: Yes. Yeah, it's not even there anymore. The place is gone. Yes,
4: it closed. Jay kastner right? Jay kastner yeah. yeah. It took like eight hours to set up and sound pick the drums. Remember that? Like. For oh, the
5: drums. Ooh.
4: So, Ooh.
6: We thought we'd go in on a Saturday and walk out Sunday with at least everything but vocals done. Right. Right.
4: It wasn't until hell after dinner that we even started to track. Oh my God. <laughs> Tell you what, though, I had a good time the whole time, getting that food.
2: Do you guys guys remember, like, why you actually chose, like, that place to record?
3: Uh, Um, well, I could answer that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I've heard other bands recording there, and um, I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I was like, you know, why don't we give it a shot? We're going to spend some serious coin. Let's spend it at somewhere uh, they know know, they would do a good job. And... uh, I feel at the time Big Lomini did a fantastic
4: job sure yeah I okay. so, so, so. Okay. Well, I always deferred to Dan when it came to uh, the sounds and the quality of places you know yeah you would know yeah <laughs> I mean looking back
3: looking back if we could have got a plot I would have said tracks east but at the time I remember they had a waiting list for like a long time True. so it was kind of out of the question at the time so The next choice for us would uh, be Big Globini.
0: Guys play shows?
6: Where did we play shows?
2: What bands did you play with and where did you guys play shows?
0: Uh, well,
6: uh, well no
2: I don't know, you guys, you guys never played outside of Jersey, did you, besides New York, I guess? I was just play New York? York? We played New York,
3: yeah. we played some show at, uh, what was that college we went to out there? And I remember, like, trying to
4: sing through, like, these thick clouds of smoke Oh, the oh, smoke gets, the smoke would just And the stage, everything before. was set up. Alan, you were like
3: crammed into a corner. The, yeah? the stage that, there was like this real tight, real tight stage in a corner of a bar. The place right. is no longer there, right?
6: That gig, we opened up for this band called Godhead, who was <laughs> national act at the time. Yeah, they were. Yes, they were. And yep. uh, uh, we, were, we opened up just before that... And I remember that place being pretty packed. Mm. And it, was it was packed. packed. Yep. Yeah. It's good time. It was a good time going yeah. around. That
0: was a great
2: time. Now, when they when they played, did they give you guys a shout out? I think they. <laughs> I I think they did
0: a really they did a really good cover of uh,
3: Eleanor Rigby from the uh, the Beatles. Yes, they did.
0: Um, yeah. In terms
6: of a shout out, I don't remember.
3: I probably <laughs> I don't remember.
6: Once we once before, I think that before they started. We did like a battle of bands or something there, and one kid was all mad. He's like, Who invited PLJ? Oh, frat really? yeah. Who invited WPLJ? Oh no, that was that was uh that was uh the frat party. That was We played uh, with, play with Disney Fist and some other dude.
2: Yeah, what was the deal with that guy PJ? You guys had some guy PJ working for you or something? JP. Oh. JP. JP. JP, he's that's right. Guy.
4: He's a good guy. He was an interesting guy. He helped. He thought helped us down floor. He was a helpful guy. He, I mean, yeah,
6: he's a helpful guy. He did a lot of the lifting in terms of getting us gifts, and definitely helped us get to stuff. He almost worked as a handler. He was trying to contain us yeah. and keep us organized. We were. We were different than most of the bands. We were coming, at the time we were playing, uh, the music people was coming out of the, um, uh, that new metal phase.
4: Yeah.
6: Yeah. So yeah. a lot of bands wanted to sound like, wanted to sound like Limp Bizkit. Um Correct. So we, as it's been put to me, by a close friend of ours, uh, John. We were years ahead of our time. Suppose It was a, a little difficult sometimes for us to fit in on certain bills. Yep. I feel. Um, we played the Birch Hill nightclub, which was aside from the Stone okay. Home, probably the biggest venue in uh, New Jersey, in my opinion. Um, I believe there were some shows up in Hoboken as well.
3: Maxwell. Whiskey
6: bar.
5: Max. Whiskey bar. With,
3: um, <clears throat> we
6: did do a Pony show, I believe. We did a Club the Nay show at that old
4: joint. Oh, what about the Saint? Didn't we play the Saint? Yeah, we, we did. did. Was that oh, a place. Maybe that was Yeah,
3: I know. <laughs> I got one for you guys. It's one of my most memorable shows at um, an iconic place, one of the most iconic places to date. It's no longer there, but I'll never forget Lamore in Brooklyn.
5: Oh, yeah. yes.
6: Oh, that is right. L'Amour's in Brooklyn. It was
3: a bus trip. Is that the bus trip? That was the bus trip. trip.
2: All right, so we have a live clip right now from one of the band's live shows, which I believe was at the Birch Hill Nightclub, uh, which was in Old Bridge, New Jersey. And uh, this is an oldie but a goodie. The name of the track is Boys of Summer, Don Henley's classic track, one which a number of bands have covered, including the Ataris, Code 7, and uh, I don't know, my personal opinion, I think Code 7 did uh, did a really good job on that track when they covered it. Uh, the Atari's version is more commercial. But anyway, here's uh, Thousand Suns' take or Thousand Sons' version on the uh, same track, Don Henley's Boys of Summer. And again, you're listening to On Point Cast. You guys doing musically now? I know Dan's doing DJing. Why don't you guys talk about that?
3: I'm always dithering around, messing around. Did a few things with Dan here and there. Yeah.
4: Nothing crazy. Nothing really committed. Just kind of dithering. Okay. I um, I lived in I lived in Nashville for the past eight years. I played a lot. I wrote a lot, and uh, that was kind of cool. Uh, once once I moved down here to Florida, I just kind of just kind of shut that all all out. And got a really jaded seeing seeing what the business side of it was like. So now it's just you know I I, I play a little bit. I still write, but
2: um, yeah, it's, other than that, nothing much just for fun. Alan, what, can you expand on that a little bit, Alan? Like um, so like what was your experience like over there? So I mean, are you saying it's like like. Cutthroat? is that what you're talking about like in terms of like yes. trying to make it
4: very yeah you know I mean I always wanted to you know you think of, of trying to make it you know and uh, I definitely found it's easier for, for bands if you're a really good band you've got a better shot but as far as like writing so once, once you get into the business
1: I hey mean the record,
4: you all know what the record labels say what the record companies want you know you're not necessarily the best the best most talented get it you know what I mean Yeah. But, uh, yeah you know, you constantly hear, "Well, this song isn't good enough for," "Well, you can't say this in that song." You're not allowed to say this in that song, and it just—it just beats you up. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why I love the band so much because we could say what we wanted in our songs. You know, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. how we expressed ourselves. You didn't have anyone telling you, "Well, you we can't say it that way." And uh, wait, I don't know. <laughs> wait, so are you are you saying there's
2: politics in the music?
4: Yes, I'm saying there's politics in the music.
2: Really? <laughs> you guys have any, individually, you guys have any future plans for music at all? I,
5: well, yeah, why
6: not? Reunion any plans? I'm down for you know reunion. plans, I mean I'm down to do whatever. Always down, always down to play, mess around. My Actually, my goal is,
4: okay, so I got six kids. So, okay. I am son
5: what
6: yeah. damn
1: son <laughs>
6: so my goal is six uh, kids yes can I
1: just say this again six, six yes. kids no.
6: so <laughs> my goal my goal is I got to be- one dog and I'm like
4: losing it
6: <laughs> <laughs> my goal is to be able to have kids say To their friends, yo, my dad's playing here and here tonight. Let's go, let's go watch, and have them come out, (laughs) have a few drinks, and watch his old man tear it up.
5: Yup.
2: There you go. Cool.
4: Smacking it up, slapping up, flipping it, rubbing it down. (laughs) I I eventually want want to start playing some music out here in Florida. Just not quite ready, but. If I do, I just want to play drums and rock. Forget about the writing. stuff. Oh, yeah. And when I, come, when I come up to New Jersey to plan two days, one where we just rehearse, the next day where we play a show. That's, yeah.
2: that's yeah.
5: It's what? my
4: goal.
2: Cool. <laughs> have characterized yourselves as a rock band or an emo band or what
3: uh, Guess it's a rock band
6: yeah hard I rock
4: right hard rock we had, we had some emo a little bit of emo we are doing here. a bunch of different things there was like hip hop at times there was yeah really we just we played we played and all of our influences kind of just came out of it that was what I loved about it there was no, let's try and be like this, 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 or this. It was like, Yeah. we just went.
2: No, Dan, we were saying, what kind of band did you guys characterize yourselves as? Like emo, punk, rock, hard rock?
3: Like, I would say emo, but at the same time, uh, heavy as hell. I, I remember, like, it was always kind of like an eternal struggle in a way with us because, you know... uh Certain guys wanted to be a little more emoish, and I wanted to be heavier. Like, you, you, you guys know me, man. I tried to make yeah. everything heavy, too. I, like, you know me. Like, if I could make Beethoven's fifth symphony heavy, you, I would, you
6: know? <laughs> to, to follow up on what Dan said, like, Oof. you heavy soul, you
3: the page. It was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying there was so much going on to say it was any what? thing, I think, is to. Negate really what we were doing. I think we were able to really showcase a lot of different sounds. But then you have stuff like "Let
6: It Fade," which was much more laid back and just melodic.
3: Yeah, it's like the windows down in a car, like sound. <laughs> yeah, on a nice spring day.
2: Tell us about a nostalgia song.
4: Oh, gone, look over that? Oh, gone. That was. uh That was. That was written after 9-11. Okay. Okay, I remember we wrote that right after 9-11. I can't over how long ago that was. Oh,
3: my God, man. Wow, that was 21 years old. What song was that? That was a nostalgia song. We didn't record that, though. There was a bunch that we didn't record.
2: Yo, I actually have that. I actually have that. Um, You guys did WSOU, and I have an acoustic of it.
4: Oh, Oh, wow. I butchered it. (laughs) I butchered it on WSOU.
2: I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that, I'm gonna put that in, it sounds good.
4: It's, it's There's a bunch, there was a bunch, there was that So Young track.
2: Yes. When DJ yeah. died, when DJ oh. died, my buddy DJ. Oh yeah. That's
4: right. Yeah. my 20, what was that, like my 23rd birthday. You had that song. He died, he died on my birthday, and uh. Let's yeah. go.
1: I think I see things clear now. I think I've grown so much since then. I think I see how you feel now. I think I know I felt that way. now. I want you to see me as a friend. I want you to know I'm for real now. And to believe I'm different from them.
2: Didn't you, um, didn't you used to write some lyrics too, though, Alan?
4: Uh, I mean, I would try, and then Ned would change them all. Okay. And that was cool. <laughs> but I just like, I like shaping the song, you know, just trying to play different drum beats and stuff, and then Mike would do his thing, and Dan would chunk in, and
2: just. For, Ned always did good with lyrics. For for some reason, I remember one song was I don't know if you wrote about Natasha, your sister. I, I Okay.
4: Sure. That's on that, uh, yeah, that's your that's, <laughs> your, that's your, track on that, uh, that three track demo. on oh, right? the three. Yeah. Okay. I always just like uh, Kirk. Yeah. I like writing, man. Writing was always good. It's I love like, to believe that when we all were doing this, there wasn't anything. No. There was no,
3: we had a website. It was like, oh my God, we got a website. Yeah. Remember that website we were using? Yeah. <laughs>
6: That I, was, that I was doing, yeah.
3: You ran it. You, right. ran, it was like, you ran
6: the website.
2: It was like angelfire.com slash thousand suns. right. <laughs>
3: right. We were trying to, like, direct people
1: there. <laughs> and I couldn't say www. I would go, www dot. <laughs> Cause
5: I'll never you, forget
2: that. Yeah, because you guys didn't have ThousandSuns.com. You had like AngelFire.com/slash ThousandSuns.
4: No, like, the most oh. ridiculous thing to try to tell people to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. Can you imagine
4: so we, if we were around now in social media? It would it would be a whole new ballgame. Who knows though? what I mean, I don't know. Who but knows? But
6: there's there's a lot more competition out there. Don't forget. Yeah, been, yeah but have, the scene is you know, whack and petty though all around. Oh yeah. It's, it's you don't find it's hard to find good bands that still do their thing.
4: No, yeah, yeah there's
6: not a lot of original music.
4: No. No. Oh. I I've, se- I've seen it for I years. Mean, I, you know, I can't really say though cuz I have no reason to be in the middle of it. I don't really know what's going
3: on and it's gotta be dude the kids gotta be doing something right the kids have to be doing
2: something these days right guys well they're all listening He's to it? they're all listening to the to the manufactured you know electronic music yeah. there's no there's no guitars anymore yeah. there's no
4: drums oh, oh. I mean some auto tune yeah. Uh, yeah
3: well yeah. But a lot oh, of the where original
6: bands would play they're not around anymore
3: no Look. well I, I have a theory and my theory is uh, keep, it alive, it. You know? yeah. keep it alive, you know. Yeah. Keep it alive. Got to, got to do it. Because if, if you know, if someone doesn't do it, it's never going to get
4: done. So if you have someone
2: that wants to do it, then uh, you know, it, it could be a beautiful
4: thing. Is that's that real? Is that a yogiism? Yeah, that's like a real theory. <laughs> Yogi, <laughs> yogiism.
3: It's real. Yes, yeah. Dude, that's, there should be books. There should be whole courses devoted to such theory. Because I think you're onto something, Dan. I think you're onto something.
2: It was the demo tape game and the CD game. Now you got YouTube and all, everything else. It's
4: it's unbelievable the exposure you could get now. Dan. Back then it was like,
3: we were trying to get on a radio station. or we were trying to like.
4: Yeah, now you don't need to. We had good times in that basement, right Dan? Remember jamming in that basement?
3: Of course, of
4: course I do. Jimmy On B- the film. World Series.
3: Yes, yeah, it was the night, uh, the '96 World Series. I think for the love of played, we played, and like maybe one other band or something. Yeah.
2: I remember you guys yeah. playing. You uh, used to play that bold cover.
3: Rise well, up Oh yeah. Yes. Two wrongs do not make it right. No.
2: Alright, guys. Closing thoughts.
3: Closing thoughts
2: for
6: twenty yeah. something years now. I've longed for just one more gig. One more gig. At least, gig. I've
4: gig okay. Share the stage with the clown. Though, so if we can make that happen, I'm all for it. Yeah, cool. let's share. We're gonna do it. We're gonna let's share it. Do some time because I've been thinking that too I want to play I got to play one more time we got to do it cool yeah you know that's so funny you say that because I don't think we knew when we were playing when we played that it was going to be the end no it just fit the, in last show was, the
3: last show was that Packy pub that's right before Man. it became 88 keys before it became what's it now But dudes Big Shots Big Shots that
5: Big Shots shot. that was yeah. big
1: shot. That's right. The dudes. Cool. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed putting that
3: out there. This was fun.
2: Yeah. Cool. No, it's great.
3: always fun. It's always fun. Come on. We're old. Jeez. I can't believe I said that again. Dave said
6: it's one thing to message, but hearing, hearing your guys' voices... It's, it's just, just, when just when I hear your beautiful voice, Mike. ...come back so much more vividly. Exactly.
2: I know.
4: Yes. I
3: know. Absolutely. Like, Mike, just now, guess where I was when you were talking? I was where? in your car. I was in your car. We just got done picking up in like a like a triple stack. We're <laughs> on our way, and we're on our way to rehearse.
2: You
3: remember that? <laughs> Remember D- that? I remember that. Is that a, w- that's
2: a Wendy's triple stack?
5: That's, that's right.
1: Stack, baby. And as his plane lands down, should I stand my ground? Should I pack my bags and leave this goddamn town? Because I can't forget all those words you said In spite of all the lengths you went to keep me here Break your excuse, I'm sure Cause of sure because i can not stand much more Ready to break
2: So Andy and I want to thank the guys in Thousand Sons for doing this podcast for On Point Cast, OnPointcast.com. I'm going to leave you guys off with the last track, Let It Fade, which is probably their best track in my opinion, and probably their most successful track that got some decent radio play for college radio in the early 2000s. It was fun to hear the guys reminisce about their days playing gigs throughout New Jersey and just enjoying that time period. Andy and I hope you enjoyed the podcast, and we hope to be back with you all real soon with another edition of On Point Cast.
1: Future's only-